Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. Well, I'm not feeling too good right now, so I took a day off of work and got because I got a headache and I got diarrhea. Let's be real, y'all know it. So I'm gonna be real with y'all. So not feeling too good, but want to talk about not feeling too good? Let's go ahead and talk about police. Of course, why wouldn't I be talking about the police? It's 2000, it's uh, 2023. The worst thing you can be is a police officer. Good God, I'll never want to do that job a day in my life. It's the worst job known to man possible because you're an asshole. They tell you to be an asshole. If you're not an asshole, they're not going to hire you. Dead ass. That's how it is. That's why we say, that's why people are for uprooting the system and starting completely over. Because it it had to be a clean slate. Because the people that are hiring the individuals are assholes and looking for assholes like them. You, those, those few and far between good cops that they have, because they are very small percentile, they are basically crushing with the system. Come on now, we all know how it is. Slavery, slavery happened, and it lasted so long. How the fuck did slavery and, and segregation last that long? How did it last that long? We have other white people that's like, oh man, this slavery stuff is whack. Wanna know why? Because for those ones that hated black people will use their power against other white people and say, hey, you wanna you wanna be like them, we're gonna treat you like them. And they was in power. This is the same situation with policing. So I got a video here for you guys to listen into from TYT. This is dealing with the video. You've seen it by now if you've been on TikTok. Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff. This police officer blatantly, habitually, must be, if he was drunk, because in a way, in your same mind, you are driving your squad car, which is not even a car anymore. He thinks of SUVs. Your squad SUV slamming it straight into a front of a bar. It was closed at the time, but uh, I think the residents lived over top of it. You know, it's like one of those areas where you have the store at the bottom, but the home at top, right? If you're black, you know what I'm talking about. We've seen those type of areas all the time. You know, up top, the the owner of the building lives up there. And the the store is right at the bottom. All the stuff is at the bottom. They can come down there, do what they need to do, and then go upstairs and go to sleep and live, right? So, cops just habitually slammed it into it. Now, of course, they're going to try to lie and say they first were trying to swerve away from hitting a dog. Yes. Who's that? Who's that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My head is hurting like crap. Okay. Oh boy. But anyway, it seems to be good enough, quiet enough. My wife is over here dealing with dealing with things. But anyway, the cops slammed into the daggone building. They said they were trying to swerve away from a dog. Then they changed it. I'm swerving away from a car, which they were nowhere near close. You guys seen the video? If it's not, go out there and look at it. 
Well, I got a video from TYC y'all going to listen into, and of course I do my normal thing and react to it. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with this video, shall we? Car drove right into the side of a gay bar late Sunday night. But the police proceeded to arrest the owner of that bar over an alleged altercation they have absolutely no proof of. So let's get to the details of what allegedly happened. So Chad Morris and James Pence, uh, the married couple who co-own the gay bar in question, Bar PM, and live above it, said that they came downstairs after they heard this loud crash at 12.30 in the morning. Uh, so it was Monday morning late Sunday night, depending on how you like to look at it. And so James Pence told the press, quote, I was, ac I was actually already in bed and I heard a loud boom. I jumped up thinking it was an accident with a vehicle and then I saw it and it was a St. Louis City Police Department vehicle in the front of our building. So we do have some security camera footage of the crash. Let's take a quick look at that. All right, so you can see it, you see the car, I mean, obviously driving incredibly quickly, and there you see it crash into a building. And so that is the surveillance showing you uh, the crash as it happened. Now, after that, uh, the incident report says that an offender came outside and began shouting obscenities at police officers after the crash. First and foremost, police officers say that shit, they are automatically wrong. I can say whatever the fuck I want to you. If your feelings are hurting, you beat up on me. You go. You need to leave your fucking job and just stay unemployed for the rest of your bullshit ass life and be homeless. Because you gonna get obscenity shout at you at whatever position you in, doing whatever the fuck you're doing. Grow up. Be a grown man. Dead ass. But it does not name the offender. In a video taken by a witness, one of the responding officers asks Pence for proof of ID. Show me your ID. At that point, uh, Pence responds to the police officer saying, quote, you're not IDing me, Pence says in the video. I've done nothing wrong. Shortly after, he yells that the officers cannot card him. Uh, the officer tells Pence not to yell, later adding, quote, you're not going to cause a disturbance, to which Pence responds, you already caused this turn by running your fucking vehicle into the building, jackass. Should have been the right response. Definitely be feeling like me right now. Because I ain't feeling it. One, I'm sick. But I was straight upset that you, you caused this turn by running your vehicle into my damn bar, jackass. So what disturbance? I'm sure no one's asleep right now after seeing your vehicle slam into my building. Why the hell was you going that fast anyway? If I was going that fast, I would get a ticket at best, arrested on average. Even though I can't really judge speed, but it's fast enough for you to be able to, uh, not be able to control your vehicle. So he had to at least be going uh 50. Because I've been there without driving 50 miles an hour while I control my vehicle. Gain control of it again though, but hey. 
Yeah. And my using a car, by the way, girl. Just in case you don't know. Sometimes you pay attention to me driving. <laughs> oh, you remember that time, bro? You even told me, hey, wake up. I'm like, woo. I'm not causing a disturbance. And then Pence was handcuffed. He was handcuffed after that. So the incident report states that when one of the officers attempted to calm the situation, Chad Morris shoved John uh, Pierre, uh, John Pence, uh, one of the, I'm sorry, John Pierce, who was one of the cops on the scene. The Rain officer accused Morris of striking him on the chest with an open hand, causing what the officer to lose his balance, according to the this. probable cause statement. What he also didn't. claimed that Morris attempted to flee toward the alleyway near the bar. A 22-minute... Which, I'm not being arrested, so I can go anywhere I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not fleeing I'm just going where I want to go because I'm a fucking American citizen you have the free will to go where the fuck he wants to go in this video though does not show Morris making any physical contact with any officer before entering the alleyway near the bar also uh, what happened in the alleyway itself wasn't visible in the video so there's some stuff we don't see it doesn't we- matter they lied it doesn't matter if he turned into a Super Saiyan and start attacking the damn officers. I'm not holding him accountable for shit. I don't care if he turned to uh, Jigsaw or Jack the Ripper and start trying to assault the officers. I do not give a fuck. They lied. He goes home. Because everything he said happened before he fleed, in quotations. None of that shit matters. Lie and you're an authoritarian figure. You cannot lie. Yes, you're human, but you can't lie. Morris walks back through the gate of the alleyway. He is in handcuffs with an injury. He has an injury in his eye and ripped clothing. So Morris was arrested for allegedly assaulting an officer and resisting arrest and jailed for about 30 hours before being released. Now the charge was later downgraded from a felony to a misdemeanor, but Morris's lawyer is saying that he never struck any officer, but rather an officer who was wearing a beanie hat was actually the one who beat him. Where's your fucking body cam footage? You're a police officer. Where's your fucking body cam footage? If you have dash cam footage, you have body cam footage, I'm not going to take your fucking word for it after your car was seen slamming into a damn bar. I'm going to decide with the citizen. Y'all attacked him. Why? Because probably he smelled some alcohol on y'all breath, knowing y'all were drunk and shit. And he was a witness to that thing. He owned the bar, by the way. And you just wanted to get away with uh, causing some damage to a gay ball because you're a misogynistic, homophobic asshole. Yeah. So he also released a photo, uh, a photo of him taken on Tuesday shows that his left eye is bruised and swollen. 
Okay, so the story gets crazier if you can believe it. As for why the cops ran into the building in the first place, they have changed. They were just speeding and couldn't control their vehicle and lost control over it. What the fuck? There's no, there's no other uh, example you need. Simple as that. I mean, if I was the judge, I would look at that and say, well, you just simply lost control of the fucking vehicle. You were speeding and lost control of the vehicle and slammed into the damn uh, building. That's what it looked like. It looks exactly what it looks like. And I see, and I got two eyes, I got four of them. And all of them are saying the same thing. You lost control of your vehicle because you were speeding and you uh, curved and hit the damn building. Instead of now coming clean and saying and trying to appease in, you know, appease the owner of the building, maybe get some insurance information exchange. I mean, it's a taxpayer anyway. His money gonna go to fixing the damn building anyway. Their story multiple times. So, for instance, according to local reporting, initially the officer at the scene told Pence that Morris and Morris, uh, so the two co-owners of the bar and the couple, uh, that he'd been avoiding a dog in the middle of the street. Then the dog turned into a parked car that the officer said he had to swerve to avoid. And so I guess he allegedly swerves into the building to avoid the car. Uh, the incident report, though, from uh, the St. Louis Police Department says an officer was driving too close to a parked car and then overcorrected and lost control of the vehicle. Okay, so which one is it? But then, but then, at a briefing yesterday, Lieutenant Colonel Renee Creesman said that the officer driving the cruiser admits to getting distracted while attempting to change his in-car radio. So yet again, yet again, the story changes. And final thing, Jake. So footage captures the same patrol car also running a red light just moments before it crashes. So that's what we're looking at as we speak. There it is, running the red light, showing erratic driving, showing that, look, there could be a possibility that the police officer was under the influence. The problem is we won't know because they didn't the do officers involved were not given a toxicology test. test. Now, the mayor of St. Louis says the incident is under investigation, and James Pence reflected on what happened, saying the following. I feel like the situation has been handled horribly all the way around. All they needed to do was take responsibility, admit they had an accident, and handle it differently. Jake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think about this. If you're in that situation. You're driving erratically, you're speeding, and you hit a building. Crash into it. Let's say you crash into my apartment. One, I don't thank God that you did. I'm going to give you a high five and say, well, good. Now I got I got me uh, a new place to live at, and now I can easily get my bill taken care of. And I can say, well, now I got that taken care of. We can now have a job and all that. I can now pay the bill and get moved into a cheaper apartment that's going to cost me probably like $1,200 a month, you know. Yeah, some things I might own may be destroyed. My couch, more likely, will be destroyed. I get another one of those. That's what the money I'm going to get from you from the, uh, you know, hitting my building. You know, the rent, you know, the 
rental facility will get paid for the damages from you as well. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm still uh, legally in this building. Y'all going to kick me out in February, but it's December. What am I going to do? You know, I'm about to get some money to pay to pay for the rent anyway. Pay it all up and then some. So, yeah. And I know they once they get that, you know, one lump sum of $20,000, because I don't get more than that from you, but uh, I'm going to, you know, pay that uh, one lump sum for my rent. They will easily see that I paid that and then some, and they will say, okay, Mr. Fields, let's go ahead and allow you to, you know, stay here at Rogers Forge. Right. <laughs> Easy. Only thing you're doing is dealing with the financial portion. And your insurance company as well because of the car. Mainly, you probably won't have to do much of anything but just pay your insurance premium. The insurance company probably be doing all the work. All the heavy lifting. Of paying for injuries and property damage and whatnot. Usually have a high insurance premium. You had to get a new car, but hey. But easy could be handled. It's 12 o'clock at night. Me and my wife are just coming home from work, time period. Nobody wants to deal with that. You want to get in the bed, roll over, and go to sleep. Nobody wants to deal with the bullshit. And the thing is, like, y'all police. Y'all got all that good going for you. Again, police. You know what that mean, right? Y'all don't pay for shit. Taxpayers gonna take care. They need to take care of, and the union gonna take care of what they need to take care of. So only thing you had to do is just act right. Bang, you're good. This this all could have been avoided, but it shows me that this was an intentional act. Not the hitting of the building, but how they handled it was intentional. They didn't know that this man was gay until he came out. And then their homophobia took effect. And they attacked this man. What do you think about it, girl? What do you think about it? Oh, I, I can tell you to pay. You want to pay attention? I'll, I'll tell you what happened. So these idiotic cops, it's not one, it's not both, ran their car into a gay bar at high speeds because they lost control over it. Instead of being gentlemen and just changing insurance information and getting things taken care of, they decided to chase after the man and beat him up to show so they can shut him up. Yeah, I know you're saying, Trey, that's kind of, that, that, that's your interpretation. No, that's literally what happened. 
I'm no idiot. You change the story four or five times and can't keep a, a consistent story about what the hell happened. You say you tried to swerve a dog. Then you say you tried to swerve a car. And then you say you tried to, you know, you lost control because you was changing your radio. Then you say that, you know, it was this thing, it was that thing, it was this thing and that thing. It was, You kept changing your story so much. Again, if this was you and me and we was on trial, or just you and me and we got arrested by the police, and then we keep changing our story, what they going to say on the trial? Well, they couldn't keep a consistent story. So it's one thing, it's another 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 thing. They keep changing their story. I'm pretty sure today they're going to change their story to something else. You cannot believe them because they're lying, right? That's what they say. Same thing applies here with these police officers. They're completely and habitually lying. They can't keep their story straight. So they attack this man, brutalize this man because he's gay. And you say, how can you tell him? You've been around gay people enough. You know, you can tell. They got a little, little carrying of the voice, a little egg in the voice. Like women. Sucking the teeth and shit. The mannerisms and whatnot. You know what it looked like. The way they close their eyes, the way they move their body. Gay people have, like, a lot of gay people have tells. Not saying anything wrong with being gay, but you can tell a lot of times when somebody's gay. Not all the time, but a lot of times. Right? They doing things that women do. Having little reflections in their voice and shit like that. So they probably saw this person was gay and thought they can, you know, teach him a lesson or something, you know. So they chased after him. He ran to the damn alley. Of course, they had no body cam footage or anything because they took that shit off when they crashed into the fucking goddamn building anyway. And decided to beat the damn dude up. Because it's dark at night and he has no way of recording anything because he's by himself. And of course, it's only going to be their word against his and their fist against his body. So they teach him a lesson. Shut the fuck up. Don't you say anything or you can get some more of this. But if you got the man gay, so he's more tougher than any other dude. Because he can take it up the ass. So he said, guess what? Ha ha, y'all don't know how to feel to get fucked in the ass. Trust me, it may feel good for me, but not for you. And he, he started ratting them out. Seriously, it's crazy. And I know that the, um, I think the mayor or some motherfucker said it's going to be uh, some type of investigation. This is not 
there's no investigation going on. I'm going to tell you that that's really in this situations like this, there's zero investigation going on. The only thing they're doing is hoping to fuck that time can pass away and we forget that it happens. And sometime during the weekend, maybe definitely uh, this weekend, they will, you know, come out and say, oh, we have completed an investigation felt that the officers have done absolutely nothing wrong. They have been done everything by the books. And we will not hold them accountable. Basically. Sweep beneath the rug. But everybody's enjoying their New Year's Eve, getting drunk and whatnot. They're going to sweep beneath the rug and say, yeah, uh, we're not doing anything about it. Because that's what happened with police. They have immunity for everything. Period. You can do anything as a police officer. You can commit any crime as a police officer and get away with it. You want to murder someone? You can do it. You want to rape someone's wife? You can do it. You want to rape someone's kid? You can do it. You want to steal from a store? You can do it. There's literally nothing you can do as a police officer, especially if you're white, by the way. Make sure you put that in there. Especially if you're white. If you're black, you may not be able to get away with a lot of things. You get away with a lot of things, but not everything. But if you're a white police officer, you can get away with any and everything. There's literally nothing you can do. If you want to assassinate the president, go right ahead. Make sure it's uh, a Democratic president, not a Republican. Because then you will go to jail or get killed. Because that's the worst thing. You just get straight up killed. Because those right-wingers have the right to kill people. Because they're right-wing. But anyway... Just wanted to let you guys hear that shit. This, this is kind of crazy. Everyone is talking about this. Like, how can you crash your car into a building and then beat up the owner of that building? Hey, look at that. I got, uh, hey, look at that. I knew I'd find it. Did you get all this? I didn't do French all that. I didn't add no phone. Were they supposed to give you a card? Did you add your account and shit? No. You just signed up? I guess. Mm-hmm. You signed the account. Because I haven't gotten this far yet. No cards or bank account. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can add the account to it. And that's how they'll probably get paid taking the money out. That's personal information, email, address, all that good stuff. Yeah. I don't know either, but I'll try to do mine, see if I can do that. If not, close mine out and then redo it for a better address. But anywho, hey, just on a whim, I found the video of the uh, brutalized gay couple that were terrorized by the police officers. (laughs) Yeah, just on a whim, I found it. Personal time, but um, yeah, I'm 
happy for the support and to be out. I want to just go home. Guys, serious black eye. The uh, the video, the picture that uh, they showed before did not show the, did not do it justice. He has a scar because he was cut on his side of his sheet. And he has a black eye. Mm. And then thrown in, arrested, thrown in jail for 30 days. I mean, 30 hours. Doesn't matter for the same damn way anyway. Thrown in there for hours for no reason. Just because he's gay. I'll tell you the truth, they ain't gonna say it, but yeah, it's just because he's gay. Drained by a turbulent encounter with St. Louis City cops. Tonight, a South City business owner watches a legal fight to clear his name and defend his livelihood. That encounter, a result of this impact. Take a look. First Lord Forrest getting a new look at the surveillance video from a neighboring building. You can see as an SLMPD squad car swerves, police claim it was to avoid a parked car and then slams right into the front of Bar PM. But it's what happened after the moment of impact that is now sparking a legal fight. Two different stories here. One, the bar owners who is facing charges after a confrontation with officers and the other from police. Bar PM is on the south side, right on South Broadway, not far from Loftboro. And that is where First Lord Force Nathan Vickers is tonight. And Nathan, this story really- Oh yes, by the way, I'm about to say yes, I got uh, their actual news here down there. Always look for that type of stuff if you can on YouTube and shit. Because they're gonna have all the good juicy information first. This Sinclair broadcasting the uh, channel. Evolving by the minute. That's right, it is. And we want to show you the latest in that evolution. He's right in front of me. Look at that, he's right in front of the building. I wish I could show you the video. But yeah. It, that car did some damage, yo. You can see the bar is open for the night. The owners are back home and they're glad to be here. But they say they're also trying to collect video and trying to collect more information that they say doesn't quite match up with the narrative that's coming from the police. <laughs> the building shake and immediately jumped out of bed, ran downstairs, looking at a police car sitting in the front of my business. James Pence. As you can see, they, they, he doesn't sound too, like I said before, I told you that's, that's, that's too, way you can tell a person is gay by man in their voice. He doesn't sound gay. But that one did. Just a different one. Opened Not the one that beat up. Rude awakening he and his partner experienced. They spoke outside the Justice Center where Morris had been in custody since early Monday morning. Emotional time. But, um, I'm... Happy for the support and to be out. Their attorney, Javad Kazali, has released this video showing a police cruiser swerving near a parked car, crashing into Dude, their storefront. He says after right that, directly at 12.30. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder whose side you should believe. The police officer who can't keep... Police department who can't get their story straight. Or the two gay guys that happen to be more straight than anything. They, 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 they good with their side. They good with their side of the story. Why the police can't get dads right? Police tried to intimidate Morris and Pence. It's outrageous that officers driving recklessly, speeding, breaking the law, instead of them being held accountable, that an owner of a business who lives there 
is then threatened. The initial police report included a statement from an officer saying Morris had struck him hard in the chest with an open hand. Kazali also showed First Alert 4 a video that he says contradicts that narrative, though we don't have permission to broadcast it. Instead of being apologetic about what happened, the police were aggressors, and I think trying to cover up what happened. The absolute nightmare. Nobody should have to go through this. Some members of the Board of Aldermen have also been questioning some details of the incident. They had concerns with respect to just the kind of unfolding of events uh, last night and had reached out you know, to the chief of police, Please. the mayor's office, to express those concerns. This is why uh, transparency is important. You know, it's oh, like that's a black man! Release, body cameras release. Uh huh, that's exactly every black man know the first thing you say. Where the dash cam? Where the body cam? Because we're black, we dealt with the bullshit already. These two white people, they dealing with the owners of the bar. But we black, the first thing the black man always say, Where the body cam? Where the dash cam? Where the cams? Where the cameras? Oh, you don't have any. Oh, how convenient. 2023, everybody's got a goddamn body cam. Now I ain't even talking about goddamn police. Human beings, period. Buy a body cam. And wear it. Anywhere you go. So you can say, hey. Here's my proof. So it's what we... T- I'm trying to understand this. What? Can I, uh... Because... It's... it's- You're not taking shit? This is bullshit? Try to if, use. I, if I'm going to have money deposit every month to this party, I don't... Okay. All right, then. It's not worth it, then. Fuck it. No, like my trying to... <laughs> Fuck it. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to... Don't worry. I'm about to look it up online. He didn't link anything yet to it, right? No, he didn't. Good. He just signed up, so there's no more you're taking money out anyway. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Because at the end of the day, the people that write the report to police also Morris says he was badly bruised during the arrest. One, two, just go home. He and Pence hope to see charges dropped as more information comes out. You think? You think? First and foremost, you already know it's just going to be dropped because you, uh, the first thing happened was they, they was hard, uh, trying to hold him up and put him in jail for some time. Now they uh, dropped to a misdemeanor. Why you drop it to a misdemeanor if I if I did something that was criminal? Because you're trying to cover it up. Y'all did some fucked up shit. You were driving a vehicle too fast, too erratically, and you crashed into this man's building that he owns in his, his establishment, destroyed his establishment, his livelihood, and then instead of just being a man and coming clean and just saying, look, hey, I'm driving too fast, I'll control the vehicle, I'm sorry, let's see if we can fix things up. I can, I can change some insurance information with you so you can call the insurance for the uh, police department. Let them know what happened. Oh, my name is Officer So-and-so. I crashed the car into your daggone vehicle. Toxicology report comes back. You can come back negative, positive. It doesn't matter in this situation. It doesn't matter if you were drunk or not. You still crashed the car into the vehicle. All that means you crashed the car into the vehicle either by mistake because you were drunk or you did it on purpose. Right? That's it. Only two outcomes. Change that insurance information. Go home. Get your uh, 
you go home, go to some other place or whatever the place you can go to, you know, for, for the gay couple, so they can be nice and safe. The police quarantine off the area, you know, because now it's a scene. Get the information so you can see that the cars did go there. The, the guys can, the gay guys can get the pictures of shit too. They can take the car to get it fixed and everything for the police and go about your day. The worst thing you possibly happen is one, you get fired from one as your police officer. Is that likely to happen? No, they're white, so no. <laughs> so no, it's less likely to happen. Two, you got a union, the most powerful, one of the most powerful unions, so less likely to happen. Only thing you probably be to get a vacation. Ridiculous. All this, and you, and you attack the person just because they were gay. And yes, it was gonna be gay. And that you heard. You can hear the gay, the gayness in the voice. As the two men hold hands. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast for you guys. Later. Okay, everyone, welcome back. So, this part of the podcast is going to deal with something that I just recently found out about, but this is something that happened this year that Republicans, again, tried to hide. So, dealing with police and things like that, we're going to have to deal with guns as well. You know, Republicans being Republicans. So, this is going to deal with that. So, this is dealing with the Missouri GOP, right? So, we're going to focus on that. I have a video here, and it's going to be an interview. This is from News Nation, and this guy here is interviewing one of the Republicans who blocked this bill. This bill that, of course, again... Is supposed to be to help protect children and to limit gun use for certain individuals and help the police and dealing with in helping with lower crime and things like that. And the Democrats produced this bill that will help do every single last one of those, including more, just by having something called a age requirement for holding a gun. I know you might be saying, what motherfucker would be against having an age requirement for holding a gun. I know. It doesn't make sense. Nobody would be against having an age requirement for holding a gun. You know, you got to at least have it be at least 18 years older to hold a gun because you don't want some five-year-old walking around here carrying a piece, right? And going to make peace with somebody all because, oh, you didn't give me some ice cream or you didn't buy me that PlayStation, right? But no. The Missouri Republicans said, we want toddlers carrying AR-15s. Open carry. I'm not joking. There's no age requirement where a in Missouri when it came to who can openly carry a gun. 
So, before I even let the video play, I want people to get in their mind what that means. Because I know people say open carry, open carry, open carry. That means that, you know, of course, you know, you can't just walk around like something off a of Grand Theft Auto and just walk around with your gun out, go into a store, go buy, um, go buy some, you know, McDonald's and go buy this and go buy that, go into a jewelry store with your gun out, go here, go there, go there, go there with your gun hanging out, right? But no, actually, that's exactly what that means. And the police can't do anything until you directly act in a threatening manner. So showing off the gun isn't when police can, you know, okay, definitely not can go. No, you have to brandish the gun in a threatening manner. And again, these are Republicans who say that they care about the pol- uh, helping the police and shit like that, right? Back in the blue. But, again, if they meant that, well, don't you think you should be doing something to help out with protecting them and helping them out? Like, telling people that they can't open carry. Like, matter of fact, you can't just be walking around with a goddamn gun on you. You know, you got to have it hosted, you know, safety on, right, and concealed. Something like that. Because I do know that you never know what may happen while you're outside. But at a certain point in time, the ease of access of guns is going to be the reason why we you know, had to have people with guns in these areas is normally supposed to be safe. You know, I use John, I, uh, I use the, um, I use this approach where you always ask, where's going to be the threshold since a lot of conservatives say we need more guns? What's going to be the number? What number is it that we need to reach where these guns are now actually helping us and it eliminates crime. There's over 400 million. Right? 400 million or something like that. Guns. There's like two for almost, like almost two for each person in America. And the number of gun violence and, and homicides and death by guns are skyrocketing. I can tell you there was a time, and it's not the Stone Age and all the way back in the Bronze Age and the prehistoric age. No, it was when we had a assault weapons ban and the number of homicides, suicides, and things like that started to decrease. So we cut the access of guns to individuals. The less and less likely you are to use guns to kill them. I mean, it's quite obvious when you look across the world, when you start seeing, oh, wait, this country almost completely banned guns for citizen use anyway. And let's see, what's the most way people do homicides? Knifing? Oh, yeah, that's going to fucking work when you got the police who are the only ones with the guns. Let me go ahead and stab this officer who got an AR-15 pressed to my chest. 
Yeah, that's gonna work. Of course, we we do that. It's not obviously. But anyway, I'm gonna let this play so you can hear, because they're going to talk about this. And of course, like I do is I normally react to it. Not gonna let too much of it play. It's just a four minute one, but I might let a minute or two play of it so you can hear it. But anyway. Representative Tony Lovasco is with us. He voted against the bill uh, that would have put an age limit on walking the streets uh, and packing heat. Uh, it's good to see you, sir. We appreciate it. Uh, is the Guardian and Vanity Fair uh, wrong, wrong on this? Well, we certainly weren't talking about toddlers. Uh, their headline, I think, was a little bit embellished there. But As you say, we're not talking about toddlers, but the rule states that there's no age requirement for you know, uses of guns. There isn't. There's no age requirement. So a toddler can theoretically walk the streets with a gun and a police cannot stop them because they had the right to brandish that gun. Uh, the reality is Missouri does have a very wide open carry provision. I always want to be factual and fair. Um, this is the... the police sergeant in Missouri, in St. Louis, uh, Charles Wall, spokesman for the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. Under current state law, there is no minimum age to lawfully possess a firearm. That- yep, there, in Missouri law, there's no minimum age. So that means that a toddler can actually walk the streets with a gun and the police cannot do anything about it. Because the law states that there's no minimum age. Yes, you can say, well, you had to have a legal age to purchase the gun. Purchase is purchase. That gun could be owned by their parent. Right? That sounds like toddlers to me. Yes, I suppose it is technically possible a toddler could have a gun. I don't know how it would mechanically work. Uh... I think the purpose of this discussion... You just heard him say, technically a toddler can have a gun. We don't know how that mechanically will work. But we are trying to make sure that a toddler can't. Because now that means that if you're a 10-year-old and you get bullied, you go in your mom's house, grab the mom's gun, and you can walk the street with that motherfucker now, can't you? And you can walk to your bully's house or while the bully's in the middle of the street, walk to him, double tap him, he's dead. That's stupid. Now I'm a 14-year-old uh, gangbanger, well-known gangbanger. I'm walking the streets with an AR-15, about to do a gang hit. Police got to wait until I do the gang hit. In order to act. That's stupid. To talk about juvenile crime. Uh, the idea <sighs> that young folks are uh, roaming the streets and they're carrying guns and they're going on to commit crimes. And I think that is a very real problem. Uh, I don't deny that. Uh, the question becomes whether it's appropriate public policy to uh, retort that by making the mere possession of a weapon uh, a felony for a child. Uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes it is. I I, I understand this shit. 
you do know murder is illegal, right? Murder is illegal. Killing is illegal. You know that, right? Even killing is illegal. It's a difference between murder and killing. Even though it's the same result and and pretty much take the same action. When you kill someone, it can be through just simple happenstance. You know, Trey come in the house and he brings some, uh, he brings some new, you know, essential oils for his humidifier. Who knows now my sister came in there and she's dead. I killed her. Because the essential oils had something in it that she was allergic to. Now, I didn't know that. But I still killed her. That's illegal. We can go to court and we can say, okay, Trey really didn't understand that and it was so much of a happenstance because he didn't even know his sister's going to pop up and she just randomly popped up out of nowhere. She, you know, she didn't let him know she's going to be there and everything else like that. And she just came into his house because he knew how to get into his house and she go to have an allergic reaction and die at the hospital. Okay, Trey committed an illegal act, but since Trey actually wasn't involved in it, because he didn't know anything about it. Bam. Now. He's get all scot free. Yes, he's going to mourn his sister's death. But he don't have to worry about going to jail. Making his family life even more miserable. Killing is illegal. But he killed. Trey killed. But got off. Scot free. Of course. Of course he would, because that was a God on his mistake, an act of God, literally. So you had a situation where it's illegal. You can't outwardly murder somebody in cold blood. You know, you can't just kill, just take someone's life in cold blood. Okay. Trey's home at night. He's sleeping in his bed. He'd get glass break in his house. Heart pounding. He grabs his nearest gun, the AR-15. And he just sees a guy, scheme, uh, you know, a babaclava mask and all that shit. And he got a pistol pointed at him. Trey pulls that trigger. Ka-ka-kow! Right in the chest. Well, Trey, you didn't mean to kill him. Oh, yes, I did. If I'm pointing at his chest, I, mean, I know it's gonna bullets gonna go through him and back out the end. Okay, so he did kill him. But guess what? You look at the situation. Okay, maybe Trey got a surveillance system in his house and all that good shit and video, video and everything. See the the action happen. And now the video get used in court. Oh yeah, he brand the gun, brands the gun, clocked it back, and going to fire. Trey just fired first because you know he Han Solo. God shouldn't have broken into his motherfucking house. He wanted to live. You know you can't you can't be bailed out by the police by committing a criminal act, right? Same thing of you know you can't call the police on somebody because they stole your drugs because you were selling drugs. Right? And I don't 
don't think that's appropriate at all. Well, let me ask you this. Is there any good reason for a 14-year-old to be walking down a St. Louis City street with a Glock? Probably not. I don't think that's really the point. I, I think the question becomes, is it reasonable to predict that a child would do that? And the answer is yes. But the problem being is that the law is required to make sure, even if it's not predictable, you have to make laws around it to make sure it doesn't happen. You know, we have rules and laws around assassinating the president. That's treason. It's not likely to happen, and no one's really out to assassinate the president. But if someone does it, you might want to have rules and regulations and laws to enforce to be around it. Most people don't steal nowadays. But we still have laws and rules around stealing. All because you believe it's not likely to happen doesn't mean that it doesn't and it won't. Because if I had beef with somebody, I can walk around now with an AR-15 in Missouri and carry out my beef and the police can't stop it until it's had Like, listen to this. A lot of these people live in very dangerous areas. Uh, if I was a 14-year-old kid in some of these neighborhoods, I'd probably be tempted to carry a gun as well. Uh, you can kind of understand that. Uh, what we don't want to have, though, is a situation where we're encouraging more violence uh, with the law enforcement. Ultimately, if you're going to tell a kid that made a dumb choice, who is scared of his neighborhood, or maybe there's a bully at school, or what? But the law requires for them, the police, to be able to protect people. Because now, again, you can be gangbanging and carry guns and the police can't stop you until you already committed the act. That's dumb. You need to protect the neighborhood. You need to protect the people. Yes, it should be a eye-opening thing if you see someone carrying a goddamn gun. I mean, damn. When you had these laws, you do know it's up to the police digression to enforce those laws. So the police feels though this person may be a threat, maybe up to some no good, you can then say, oh shit, you may want to stop them. And he decides that, you know, in his, his thick skull, oh, hold on, hold on, sir, I, I got I to stop you given school shootings and everything else. We really want kids to carry guns because there's a bully at school? Exactly. No. Thank you. Thank you. You got to catch them. You got to catch them because this law allows for you to carry a gun, the goddamn school, put in your backpack. They're not churching backpacks. So now you're bullying at school, I can take my gun and then start firing them. Because that'll be the only time that the police can act is when you're inside the school. But by that time, it's already too late. Republicans and conservatives are the ones creating all of these opportunities for mass shooting and death. They don't protect you. They don't give a fuck about you. When will you guys start to realize this? Every time. They're against rules that they that boggles the mind. There's no age requirement 
for individuals who can carry a gun? You now saying that somebody who's age 18, who's less than age 18, can now just carry a gun? And the rule and people saying topless can carry a gun? Yes, they can. Because if you don't have an age requirement, that means it can happen. I already told you about how they tried to take the age requirement from marriage away. So you can marry a damn child. Republicans. Try to create a, you know, a different form of marriage. Where it didn't have an age requirement. And they knew about it. I talked about that plenty of times in uh, previous uh, seasons. When they took away the age, trying to take away the age requirement for marriage, so that way somebody can marry a child, and they knew about it, and still tried to pass it. And now, the protect children side of the group are now allowing toddlers to walk to school with guns. Toddlers. It's always the Republicans. Absolutely not. Let me finish. My point is, if they make a poor choice, which some kids will do, what we don't want to have is escalated to an armed conflict with a law enforcement officer. You pin a felony on a kid if they get caught with a gun, and they're way more likely to use that gun against a cop. But if they had the gun... They're more likely going to use it against someone at school. So if I'm a I'm a kid and I'm walking to school with a gun. I'm going to use that gun in school. Well, I'm going to be a gang banger, you know, gang banging. So then, how do we deal with 14 year olds who are who are carrying around Glocks? Exactly. How do you deal with 14-year-olds carrying around guns? That's the point. You have to have an age requirement. You have to have an age requirement. You have to put rules in place to stop people from committing crimes. The harder it is for you to commit the crime, the less likely people are going to do it. Cause you gotta do so many, you gotta do so many things, this and that, illegally. I know people will say, well, you know, if you're a criminal, you're gonna just do criminal. That's stupid. No, they don't. If I'm trying to go kill somebody, I'm not gonna go to the next door neighbor and kill them, next door neighbor and kill them, and start going to killing spree, or because I want to kill somebody in my school. I'm not gonna be, you know, raping women and driving all, all crazy. And doing all manners of crime to bring attention to me by the, to the police because I want to kill somebody. No, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to act all normal, right? I'm going to be normal. Do everything by the book, right? Until I get my opportunity to act. And then once I act, bada boom, bada bing, baby, ain't nothing you can do about it. Yo, dead. Common sense. I don't understand this. It's common sense shit. So what you got to do is you got to create these laws 
and make it harder and more stringent on people. And I do know when they say, well, what about the people who really who want to have it and just good people? They'll get it easily. Because, see, if you're a good person, you're not going to be somebody trying to do something stupid. You better go through all these hoops. Just think about it. Think about what happens for people who just want to drive. You got to go through driving school. Once you go through driving school, you got to get comfortable behind the wheel. And then you got to pass the written exam, which is on the computer, which is difficult to tell because it's meant to fail you. And then you got to pass the, the actual course test to get your permit. And then you got to drive on your permit for a bit in order to actually be able to drive completely and then be able to get an actual driver's license. Oh, yeah, by the way, once you get your car, because you then got to buy the car and you got to pay for title registration and all that bullshit. You got to pay for all that shit and then get your vehicle. So you use someone else's vehicle to take the test and all that shit and beforehand. Then you got, you, you start to get, get the point, right? It's a lot of fucking hoops to drop, to uh, jump through for the necessity of driving. But if you want to get a gun, only thing you have to do is, if you don't, your parents already have you, only thing you got to do is just go to a local gun show or a gun store. Hey, y'all, I'm going to use it to kill people with. Oh, okay, who are you going to kill some gay people with it? Oh, yeah, you know, you see that uh, swastika in the back of my neck? You going to kill black people too? Yep, I'm going to kill some black people too. All right, here you go. Even exchange. What? Nothing. No waiting. No nothing. Not even a simple background check. You just get it. They eyeball you up and down the bed and give you the gun. With the ammunition. And you walk out the damn door. Don't even need to see your damn ID. This is a weapon. Period for one. A weapon. Of destruction. Sometimes mass destruction. And you can just buy it. Like you're buying a loaf of bread. Come on now. A lot of things you can do. We've talked about the concept of curfews. We've talked about cracking down on smaller crimes. Uh, honestly, something as simple as allowing a law enforcement officer to detain a kid, call the kid's parents and say, hey, pick your kid up at the station. He's up to no good would go a long way. But that's not what this legislation does. This legislation adds the definition of a prohibited possessor, the, the concept of being uh, uh, guilty of the crime of unauthorized carry uh, that you would have if someone was a convicted murderer walking around with a, with a gun. I understand, but it, we don't allow kids to drive cars under the age of 16. Why should we let them possess firearms? Thank you. I about to literally say that we don't allow them to fucking drive cars under the age of like 14 in some areas, 16. And you're not having a toddler driving cars. But you're allowing them to have deadly weapons. Listen to this idiot. Come on. <laughs> Listen to them. 
they don't have brain cells. Just they're they're both dangerous things that require uh, adult judgment, uh, good training, and and understanding how to use and, and and an acknowledgement sort of in your own mind of the consequences of it. Do they not? Exactly. Driving a car, you have to know the consequences of that. You can't touch anything with that car but the road. Do you not know that? See, people don't pay attention to that because you are adults enough and have the com- enough common sense enough to know that. But you can't touch nothing but the goddamn road with your gun. If you touch anything else, you can be held responsible for it. Touch someone else's car with your gun, with your, uh, your, with your car. If you drive in a car and you touch another car, guess what? You're done. You can't touch another, per- touch another person with your car. You'll be held liable. You, you can't touch a, you know, plant life, like trees and bushes with your car. Guess what? You'll be held liable for insurance. Right? You can basically touch nothing with your car. But if you have a gun, you know what can happen. They tell you pretty much whatever you whatever or whoever you aim that barrel at, you're aiming it to kill. There's no way you can disarm or you know you physically disarm a person, of course, by literally dis you know removing their arm, but if you're trying to safely disarm a person, you can't do that with a gun. There's no way you can do that with a gun. It's not television. It's not movies. It's not video games. You can't point your uh, gun at another gun and shoot at it and not expect the broken bullet to ricochet into an individual and kill them. You can only kill a person with a gun. Absolutely. And to be clear, I'm not saying that 14 year olds ought to be able to walk around carrying guns. But, but that's the law right now. That's you know, in the Missouri Constitution, sure. But we're talking about a specific. See, exactly. I'm not saying that, but I'm not saying I'm going to change it, is what he's saying. So you're not saying that they should, but you're okay with them doing it. Because if you're saying that you're not okay with it, why did you block it? You say they shouldn't. You're lying. You say they should. At that point in time, I was saying, no, you're lying. Because your vote said that they should be able to do it. Again, this is the party that talks about protecting children and being pro-life, right? Sounds of freedom, all this stuff surrounding children. But when it comes down to it for real, they don't care. They don't care. They actively don't care. They actively don't care. Because they did. They will do things. Like, come on now, we know what it looked like to be, you know, 
for actually protecting children. You know what that looks like. It'd be for things to actually allow for the family to succeed. Again, I don't need to go through the whole the whole shebang again and keep rehashing universal basic income, universal health care, universal free lunch, right? All these social safety nets that can help the family actually succeed, raising the minimum wage, things like that. You be for things like that. But here it is, you got this dude talking about how it's okay for toddlers to carry guns. We're stopping the toddler from carrying the gun. We're stopping the 10-year-old from carrying the gun. Again, we're stopping these individuals from carrying guns when they're not supposed to be carrying guns. When you allow for them to, to have the you know, possibility because there's no age requirement for it. If there's no age requirement for marriage, then then that means I can go here, find a 10-year-old, and marry her. You can't say, well, Trey, we, we, we don't like for people to do that, and we're not going to support that, but, 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 but what? But what? It's literally possible to happen. Because, again, you don't have an age requirement for it. So that means I can do it. Oh, wow. Never thought about that. Yeah, I bet. I bet you never thought about it. But the thing is, it's right there in your face. It's obvious. Just take common fucking sense thing. Yeah, that'd be kind of crazy. You know, we should make a rule to stop uh, toddlers from carrying guns. We should have an age requirement for individuals to be able to open carry. So that way the police can now be, you know, helped out when they need it. So they see a 14-year-old and they have a gun they're carrying it around outside. You can pull them aside. Hey, what's going on? What you doing? Right? Let me call the parent up, see what's going on. It's just obvious shit. It ain't failing that obvious shit. Carrying guns. And every time you keep saying that we have things, we have things. But you can't come out and say what those things are. So what are those things we can use to actually stop these individuals carrying guns? Because the one thing that we can do, you're voted against. We say we had, they shouldn't be doing that. Well, yeah, we shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't be killing people, period. But people commit murder anyway, right? We shouldn't be stealing anything, but people steal anyway. But we have rules and regulations against those things. Man, servers are crazy. Well, this is going to be where I end this part. I just wanted to bring this to your guys' attention that this happened uh, this year. And they, these conservatives are, are, are crazy. I, I told you. They try to blame everything on 
left-wing individuals trying to make left-wing individuals look crazy. Bro, you just keep bringing up a state and they keep finding ways to outdo themselves in their craziness. I mean, for real. Ain't no way in heck you telling me that you want toddlers to be a carry guns. And you don't even have anything out there to, to put in place to stop it from happening. Like, for real. Y'all good? Conservatives, y'all good? <laughs> well, this is going to be where I ended, guys. I mean, for real. Man, this is crazy. <laughs>